welcome to the Bus Podcast. I'm Luca, and we're an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Rebus Podcast for Holly. Hi. And I guide Buck. Hey. He's never seen the show before through the series from start to finish, staring our thoughts, criticisms, and love for the show. This week we are talking about Season 1, Episode 13, Tracks. Hot on the trail of the clairvoyant, Coulson and the team board a mystery train that seems to be headed for certain destination. Certain destruction, sorry. Ooh. Spooky. So, <laughs> uh, God, not to put you on blast, Luca, but we cannot consistently do our introductions in like a consistent <laughs> manner. What? I think we change the way we do it like literally every episode. Maybe we do, and you know what? Fine. You know, I think the, sh- it's the theme of this sh- show is chaos. So mm-hmm. really. <laughs> also, I am just excited to talk about this episode because, I mean. Mm. I feel like there's definitely a tonal shift. <laughs> yeah, I would say a little bit of a tonal shift. Considering the fact that it's not every show that shoots their lead in the stomach twice in the 13th episode of the first season. Yeah. Uh, so. I, 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 like for this episode, I really like the... I'm a sucker for the structure of let's go, let's take this one event that happened and see it from everybody's perspective. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. like, will literally always, that will always get to me. So Yeah, like, like I, I love the kind of, like, temporal landmarks that stuff like, that, like, this kind of structure introduces. Yeah, because, like, like you we hear the... at the top of everyone, we're like, now you look out the window and you see yeah, yeah, whatever that exactly. place is. Yeah. It's like very, that very apparent where you are in the timeline because they have that overhead announcement every time, which gets hella annoying at a point. But you know, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good. I liked it. I think it's like a smart way to ground oh, it yeah. as like a technique. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just annoying. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh yeah, shall we? Uh... Shall we get into it then? Yeah, yeah we've, we've got a... This is a good one. It's a good one, and I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about as we uh, move forward. It's a thick one, huh? Yeah. It really is. A, it do be a thick one, and it gets really thick. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really thick in the last ten minutes. Uh, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> into the episode, we open on Coulson briefing the team on the search for Ian Quinn. Uh, he says they are currently transporting something from a firm called Cybertech Inc. on a train through the Italian countryside. Prime setup. Just absolute <laughs> shift skiff. <laughs> we do love a good setup. Um, uh, my my favorite question, though, is the question that Sky asks here, where she's like, do we have permission to do this? And Coulson's like, I asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which seems to be Shield's demo. I also really like, I know this this is just like how TV shows work, but that they didn't just leave the Ian Quinn thread hanging for like three episodes or something. They just like, oh shit, he knows. And just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, we commented last time that we were sort of getting out of like the, the episodic nature of S.H.I.E.L.D. and into more of a serial feel. And I feel like this is obviously another indication of that. Yeah, right. like it, it's it's one of those things where it's just like yeah, I think the end of the the last episode is really the kind of like end of that kind of episodic thing, and um and like into this more serialized kind of format. Though I, I though saying that I am looking ahead at the other episodes and there are a couple 
of those episodic ones, which are just incredibly jarring they in are. the second half of the season, <laughs> I will say. So Yeah. Like, like a beach episode. And a be and a beach episode. I'm trying to rem- we do get a beach episode. I guess there is a beach episode, judging on the name of the next episode, huh? <laughs> yeah, we do I mean we do get a beach episode, but it's potentially not the beach that you would expect, so Yeah. There you go. Anyway, uh, we cut to a scene of Coulson talking with, I think they're the Italian military or something like that. Uh, I wasn't Italian cops. Italian cops. I wasn't super clear on their like status, but anyway, Coulson seems to know him, and he asks if they can come do this job, and the guy is like, "Why should we trust you?" Which seems like a valid question. Um, and Coulson says, "You know, we're just better equipped to deal with this, and we need to get this guy, so we're going in." Uh, and that's basically the end of that conversation. And then we see the team sort of getting into their undercover positions on this train because they all are going undercover. Uh, the team tries to blend in and May and Ward go to a private compartment where May dons her cat suit and Ward questions if things are getting personal with the mission, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I just, the way that, like, I was like, are they just gonna fuck on a train? Because he was, like, taking <laughs> oh, off his shirt, God. and she was taking off her clothes. I was like, you got a mission, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it's very funny how much they play up it. Um, oh God, I also just, I can't believe that they fucking gave May, like, a Black Widow-style, like, cleavage jumpsuit. I know. <laughs> Yeah. It's it, real rough. It's not as it's not as aggressive as some of the other cat suits I have seen in the Marvel universe, but yeah. yeah. I feel like she's worn that before, but it was like more zipped up. Yeah, she has a version that's less cleavage heavy, and I don't really know why she's uh, gone with the cleavage version here, but uh aerodynamics, <laughs> <Yeah>. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Yeah. May so Coulson's a robot, but May's actually a plant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why she Listen, doesn't have. A she has to have it. She has to have a really low cut like <laughs> neck because it helps her. That's her powers. Yeah. So we had to put it in for her. I mean, more power to you, May. Show off those fifty-year-old boobs. I'm sure they still look great because. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, you're probably very correct. So. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Ward says personal feelings can't get in the way of their job, and May responds that she doesn't have any. <laughs> Ward asks if she thinks Coulson would say the same if he told her that they were sleeping together, and she said, took it okay when I told him, and then hops out the window. <laughs> Extremely yeah. powerful moves. Yeah, like, what the fuck, my dude? <laughs> that, that scene is God. iconic. Ward is yeah, not like... the one in power here, is the thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he has been... no control. I feel like we've been pretty hard on May for the past couple of episodes, but fuck if this isn't like a like a May episode. Like she is so good at this one. She's so good, yeah. and she's just like she's just like doing what she does best, which is like kick ass and take names. Oh yeah, which is incredibly good. I do love to see it. Uh, so. Uh, Fitz and Sky talk about their undercover personas, and Fitz does a passable American accent while Sky does a terrible British accent. It's so good. American <laughs> Fitz yeah. is really good. How did Fitz do such a good American accent? 
Well, like that was like super good. I'll, I'll tell you a secret. It's because Ian is a good actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I think he like. I think in general, Ian probably tones down his Scottish accent for like most of his stuff. So it's probably just like an extension of that. Yeah, it's oh god, it it's really good. I just love when he stands up and Sky asks for a restaurant, and then Fitz just immediately goes and it's just like someplace affordable with big portions. Yeah, like so American, it hurts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I could say that that's not particularly accurate, but I was at I like picked up takeout from a restaurant this week, and we're still like in fucking quarantine. And the buffet was open, and I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> in this?" Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I mean, they've got plastic there, like so the, that's something. The only safeguard that I saw was a sign that was like, "Please use hand sanitizer before going to the buffet." And I was like, "Uh, fuck no! I'm never going near this thing in my life." <laughs> God, uh. that's really terrible. Anyway, they pretend to be a couple, and uh, Sky gives him a kiss on the cheek, which, you know, whatever. Um, and they try to get information out of the train conductor, or I think maybe just, like... In- she, like, swaps, snaps, snatches his keys. Yeah. yeah. Also, can I just say, like, Sky says the word, like, romantic, and Fitz just instantly paralyzed. <laughs> he <laughs> does! <laughs> it's really good. There's God, there's such bros in this episode. Like, I forgot... Like, I think there are a couple episodes that i could that immediately come to mind when i think about like how much i love sky and fitz as like a bro tp yeah for me and like this is definitely one of them like they're just such bros Mm -hmm. they are such bros and i adore them together um so they go into the cargo train and uh sky teases or uh, fitz teases sky about the cheek kiss or no wait it's the other way around sorry uh, and Fitz is like, "Why would I be flustered? You kiss me like my nan." <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, "Sure, Fitz, sure." Let's all pretend you weren't flustered. Um, they set up the gear for comms, and Fitz laments that he doesn't get to do field work that often, which is hilarious coming from a guy who was like six episodes ago yelling at Simmons about how he didn't want to go out in the field. <laughs> hey, that's that's uh. That's character. That's character, character building right there. <laughs> yeah. He's learning to be what, a field 13 agent. episodes. Yeah. I know. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, they activate comms, and Coulson and Simmons go over their target, and Simmons let, lets Coulson in on her very elaborate cover story. Uh, Coulson questions if it's necessary, and she reminds him that she is terrible at improvisation, but excels at planning (laughs) yeah i just love how like into it simmons is just like you abandoned mother and i in the roman countryside or whatever (laughs) it's so good i love her so much she just like (laughs) is so stressed out about this but like it's just like it's fine i just did homework more yeah it's, fine. it's very it's very funny that she's just like a theater kid at heart um but like God. she's like the really bad like the really terrible theater kid that wants to be a theater kid but like but isn't good at no, it. no and everyone um, else is like kind of like oh, this girl again 
Yeah. Yeah. Soon as the theater kid who accidentally reads out the stage corrections in the most like with like with like just like the most passionate voice. Yes. Exactly. With the target on the way, Simmons puts on a show to ease suspicion to varying effects and attracts the attention of an old man who tells Colson off. And the old man, of course, is played by the great late Stanley. Rest yeah. in peace. Now, is this the first Stanley cameo we've seen? I'm pretty sure it, it is. It is. It is the first Stanley cameo that we see on the show. Yeah. And can I just say, like, rest in peace, Stanley. But, like, why did they have to make, like, communicate very clearly that Stanley fucks <laughs> in this show? Are you kidding me? That's his thing in all these cameos. He always shows up with these women, these gorgeous women in all these Marvel cameos. Really? Is it all well, no, of them? Only, he did it in Iron Man because he played Hugh Hefner in Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Um, and this, but I don't know if he's. No, he kind of does. He definitely does. But it was definitely the a thing ones, there for he a while. Less. <laughs> yeah. It was like definitely a in thing recent... in the early movies. Yeah, now he's just like like in his most recent one, it was just like a bus driver, right? Yeah, he just like becomes a comedic role after a while. Uh, yeah. But so. for a while they made him a fucking player. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> uh also I I will note that Shield is the only uh, Marvel TV show to ever have a Stanley cameo on it. Damn, that's a... oh, that's that, yeah, that is true, yeah. huh? They have like pictures of him in like the other shows or whatever, but Stanley's not actually on the shows. Just a little bragging. She'll doesn't get enough love. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Defenders of New York. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> um. So Simmons in in the kerfuffle that follows accidentally drops the urn of apparently her mother's ashes, which is just a horrible thing to ever imagine. Oh my god, it's so dramatic! <laughs> it's so dramatic! It's so disgusting! Like, can you imagine being like any person on that train? <laughs> also, like right before she was like, "You were always too busy with your prostitutes." Yeah, and yeah, he's and like, then she drops her mother's ashes, and this dude just like walks through them. I know. <laughs> I'm like this is this is apparently a person, and you're just like whatever. Uh, it's terrible. But yeah, I can't imagine being anyone else on that train. I would just like die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the target moves off of down the train, and May is on the roof with infrared glasses, uh, which she uses to spot the package through some sort of bullshit science something or another. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> it seems like if you're trying to hide a package, you don't make it completely black so that you can see the package. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like think, a design flaw. I mean, I think the thing was is that they didn't want anyone to see into the package. That's like so, it, like it blocks all infrared scans. So that's why. Oh, it that makes black. sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of dumb, uh, but there's some reason for it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the inside of the train where we hear the announcement that we'll hear her over and over again as the uh, the scenes go down. Colson goes to check Extremely on the package good. and Ward comes running up yelling that they've been made. Uh, they jump off the very slow moving train and the baddies throw something at them that flashes blue as the train leaves them behind. And the train poof, disappears. disappears. Mm-hmm. Time disappears. travel. Time travel. Also, I just 
It wasn't a particularly good edit of how the. Oh no! No. (laughs) Especially because how it must have seemed, because like we know that it didn't actually disappear. They just kind of got paralyzed for a second, but there was kind of like a weird like ripple and like fade out effect. Whereas like it would in theory just have blinked out of existence for them, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, we see like the actual effect later where the something happens, or maybe not. They get. I think they it just... get like the juice in their face. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, this effect is not particularly great. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, and then we get the shield logo. Very long cold open. Very long cold open. I always forget yeah. how long this one is. It's like at least ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go back in time to Ward um, going to tag the package dressed up as a conductor. A woman requests his help with the bag, and he agrees after some badgering, only for her to uh, try to take him out, and not on a date. <laughs> yeah, it was very obvious that he was like, uh, this is not what it seems to be. Yeah, he just, like, totally... There's also, like, another dude, like, hiding in the closet, and he just, like, beats the shit out of both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I will say his. I don't know anything about Italian, but his Italian sounds passable. Yeah, for all the shit that we give him for being a terrible <laughs> spy, he's not actually that terrible of a spy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes he's just an idiot. Sometimes he's um not great, <laughs> but he has his moments. Yeah. Yeah. So Ward- like, I don't think anybody else here speaks Italian. Is what I'll yeah. say. I, like, I will. Yeah. Like, I do. There is something weirdly satisfying about like watching Ward like speak different languages. Like like I thinking of also about the time when he went into like undercover at the Russian place, um, and tried to like bromance that dude. Oh yeah, I can't believe that Holly has the hots reward. <laughs> <laughs> Please never say that again. <laughs> uh. Anyway. <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> what? Uh, I saw... Sorry, this is, like, sort of irrelevant, but I saw a Reddit post the other day on the S.H.I.E.L.D. subreddit that was, like, the bland white action hero starter pack, and it was, like, a motorcycle, a brown leather jacket, a gun, <laughs> and, like, Ward's haircut, and someone was just like, this is literally Grant Ward, and I was like, you're right. <laughs> yeah. God... Uh, so I still can't believe you do this to me, Luca, on this <laughs> International Lesbians Day. Is this International Lesbians Day? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes this even worse. <laughs> I feel like I have to apologize, but I won't. <laughs> no. Fair it's about respect, and respect means... Giving your friend shit. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, he knocks the woman out and uh, tries to tell the team they've been compromised, but the comms are down. Uh, He finds Simmons and tells her that they've been made um, and tells her to lock herself in the luggage car with the others until he can figure out what the heck's going on. The baddies chase him through the train until he finds Coulson, and we see the same scene repeat itself with the train disappearing. So Coulson and Ward discuss uh, the train disappearing and Ward spots May's headgear on the ground, uh, meaning she's off the train with somewhere around here. Uh, all the electronics are down, so they find, and, and they find a strange device on the ground, which they don't really know. 
what it is. I think they know that it was the grenade. It was the grenade, quote unquote, but they're not yeah. entirely sure. Yeah. The night night grenade. The night night grenade. Uh, well, actually, they don't know it's the night night grenade. They, they just they know don't. it's a grenade that yeah is high tech. Yeah. Yeah. They figure it out eventually, but. God, I can't believe they thought it was a cloaking device, though. They're I such know. big dumbasses. <laughs> I mean, did you see them try to work that hollow table, Holly? They don't know shit that's about fair. that. That was so good. Oh, that's yeah. later on. We'll get to yeah. that scene, because it's iconic. So, uh, a car full of baddies shows up, and uh, they chase Ward and Coulson into an olive field, uh, where they find a hot-wired truck ready to go. And they don't know what the hell is going on, but they <laughs> uh, take it and go back to the bus. And they, I uh, love that. Just Jack that Ward ride. is like, yeah, I love that. Ward is like, isn't this suspicious? And Colson is like, do we really just like have time to be suspicious of this car right now? Yeah, it's very good. I mean, I agree. It's pretty suspicious. That you find a hot-wired car. But I guess... I mean, I guess <laughs> Coulson also realizes that May is running around. And if anyone can hot-wire a car, it's definitely May, so... Yeah, fair. You know. It is what it is. Uh, so they take off and go back to the bus where they get a video message from the Italian guy saying they've been ambushed as well and that they need help. Uh, they talk for a minute and then he, the Italian guy's like, don't, don't move, I'm gonna come to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coulson tasked Ward with figuring out the electrical device. And he, I just want to point out he wasn't wrong when he said that a bunch of my men were killed. He was <laughs> yeah. absolutely not wrong. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the chronological timeline of this, like I always, the, the first time I watched this episode, I was like, "Wow, he's really fucked up. How did he get that?" And then it's like, "Oh, just May just like beat his ass." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoops. Uh, so Coulson tasked Ward with figuring out the electrical device, which is a bad plan. Um, and we get a truly great scene of Ward trying to work the hollow table to no success. It is yeah, so I fun. love that. Like he's doing the iPhone like expand thing. Yeah, and it's like it just kind of like jiggles. Yeah, because it's just like you know how to make this thing zoom in, right? And we're just like, yeah, I got this. And very hesitantly, like leads in and does the like touch screen pinch motion. Yeah. What was he, what was Coulson even? He was like, uh, he was like throwing sand at somebody with his hand to make it expand. I just love that. Like, <laughs> apparently, like you need like training to use this thing and like they just don't have it <laughs> yeah it's very funny they like i i just love i like it never fails to crack me up like i'm i'm laughing just thinking about it now when colson does the last one and he just absolutely it just fucks it. it to hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super good i and I, I love it in comparison oh. especially if you look at the scenes of fitz and simmons using it and they're like so smooth and like they're just like doing it and then ward and colson mm-hmm. are like uh <laughs> I couldn't even find the on switch. It's like watching an old person try to use like Photoshop. It's just like bad. Yeah. Uh, so they decide to upload the specs. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, I had to cough. They decide to upload the specs to PsyOps because uh, they don't know what the heck's going on with this hollow table. Um, and Ward confronts Coulson about the fact that he is sleeping with May and May told Coulson about it. Uh, it gets a little awkward and uh, Coulson says 
it's my plane, and if it's happening on my plane, I need to know about it. And Ward is like, well, actually, it didn't happen on your plane. And Colson's like, I'm going to transfer you to Alaska if you let us get in the way of your job. Yeah. Which is pretty I fun. love Ward just being like, well, technically. Yeah, I know. It's very much like a, like a dad like telling his like daughter's boyfriend just to stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It has a little bit of dad energy. He's just like, don't, don't fuck this up, my dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love the also, line I... where he's like, oh, and Ward, if we're gonna like, if you're gonna do it on my plane, you should be able to say the word sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do not like to be reminded once again that Coulson fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Coulson's a player. He's got a gr- well. He had a girlfriend before he died. <laughs> Yeah, and well, he had one after he died too. Apparently, or at least a hookup, or at least a a real. I was gonna say a real thoughty, but I can't what? say that. What? What the fuck uh, are the, you talking the about? The Brazilian woman. Oh no, no, no! I that's... think that was also before he died. Yeah, that was before. Oh, he okay. Died. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> a real thoughty. Oh god, fuck. <laughs> he can't keep saying these things. <laughs> I really hate it here. I truly hate it here. Oh. The energy tonight is just really chaotic. I'm sorry. It's really so chaotic. Like, rancid. Yeah. I think it's because we started off this this recording session with Buff just like absolutely ranting about <laughs> Trader oh, Joe's Jabata buns. Pop a blood vessel <laughs> in my head. It has gone downhill since. Uh, look, yeah, I'll forgive you this time, Buck. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the Italian police guys show up, uh, and they try to trick Coulson and Ward into trusting them, only for May to murder this guy because uh, apparently she's been fucked up, and she tells them wheels up in five. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love May just like coming onto the scene and just like bam and just like yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, we have uh, fucked with this for too long. I'm taking this guy out, and I respect that. Yeah, and she's like beat up to shit too. Like it's real yeah. rough. Like she's like got a huge gash on the uh, the cat suit <laughs> V <laughs> from getting stabbed in the shoulder. Yeah. And uh, yeah. which like I like there is a part of me that is like like the like the big brain of going from the like the cleavage cat suit to like this like incredibly like beat up state. Yeah. Like there's like there's like some part of me that wants to go like, oh, it's just in line with what this episode is trying to do, which is it goes from this like weirdly gimmicky, like episodic thing and like slow rolls you into this like, oh no, like this there are some stakes happening uh, yeah. this episode. Yeah, I want to say it was about this moment where I was like, "Damn, I missed that train heist episode." Please bring <laughs> yeah. back the train heist. It's been a, exactly like two minutes since the train heist ended, and Buck is like, "Oh God, take me back!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so we go back again to the start of the train scene, and this time we see May trying to get the package. Uh, she gets shot and parachutes off the train like a fucking badass. Uh, and loses her headgear in the process. She finds Warren Coulson passed out, apparently having been uh, knocked out by the night-night gun. 
Uh, she tries to wake them and goes and finds the trucks or the truck that Coulson and Ward found hotwired before. Um, I think I think the weirdest thing about Ward and Coulson here is like Ward isn't like laying on the ground unconscious. He's stuck in the position, like the same position that he was looking at yeah. that train in. Yeah. It's, um, it's which is like a nightmarish thought of like this thing paralyzes all your muscles to like yeah yeah, it's yeah that's the that's the thing right is that like it makes you think that no time has passed so you'd in theory have to be in the same position that you were yeah because like if you were like one moment like like on like standing up and the next minute just like laid the fuck like the next second you're just like laid the fuck out like that would be upsetting uh, yeah. yeah be fairly upsetting uh, so she tries to wake them up, uh, but she doesn't succeed, obviously. So she goes out into the olive field and finds that truck that we saw uh, Coulson and Ward find. Um, and she hotwires it before she is taken captive by the Italian police, who are actually evil. Da, da, da. I just want to say, like, here they say, we've been looking for Ward and Coulson all day. <laughs> Or whatever. And it's like, they're right next to the train. Are you blind? Yeah, like, yeah. theoretically, right, like, the baddies on the train or whatever could be like, hey, we, like, knocked him out at this location. Go get him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, a little bit of a plot holder. Um, they, they knock her out and, uh, take her to question her slash torture her. Um, it goes about as well as expected. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because yeah. May breaks the fuck out. That it's, was... Uh, it, 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 May whips ass, first of all. But also, like, this is just, like, a good scene in terms of, like, yeah, like, kind of just, like, showing that, like, other... Like, not really... Like, it's still super spy May, but it's, like, the different side where she's just, like, on her own and, like, like beat to shit and still, like, is, like, a little sassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then just, like, like again, like, whips ass. Yeah, I totally agree. Because I think, like Holly was saying earlier, like, this... I feel, I feel like the showrunners were aware that they were about to, like, really flip the switch um, on everyone's expectations about what this show would be in this episode, obviously. Uh, I also, like... That was, man, the way that guy twisted the knife. Ooh. Oh yeah, it yeah. There's something like, I, like I, I'm having trouble articulate like how much I love this scene. <laughs> um, like other than just like it's like it's like a cool scene where like May kicks ass. Like I think there's actually like something like really genuinely cool about this. Um, uh, and. Yeah, I think I think part of it is like the way that he just like stabs May. Uh and like I don't want to get too grisly about it, but there is like a pretty gross mm. uh like very uncomfortable sound effect mm-hmm. that goes along with that. Um and May just fucking takes it and it's just like, oh shit, Damn. like she's not here to play. No. Yeah. I I really hate like in movies and shit when people get stabbed and they just like fucking twist the knife. Like it it, it just like sends shivers up my spine. Yeah. And I mm. I love how May is just like, oh, now you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like now it's it's fucking real. I can't like 
I will not be able to get over the fact that it's actually May's actor that's doing that, like, get out of the binding, I assume. Yeah. Like, that move, that backflip move or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. obviously, like, uh, Ming has, like, wires and stuff, but, I mean, she does most of her own stunts, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she is, like, 50 years old, uh, so she's just a fucking yeah. badass. Yeah, she, she's very cool. She's really cool. Uh, so she breaks out um, and goes and meets up with Warren Coulson. Um, and obviously we see the scene of her killing that guy and walking into the plane. Um, we get the context now that he was hiding a gun behind his back, yeah. which I think is very important. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a reason why she just walked up and like fucking killed him because he was going to kill Coulson and Warren. Yeah. Um, so May explains a little bit about what happened and uh, says they're going to put their wheels up in five. Uh, Ward offers to patch her up and she refuses. Yikes. Trouble in paradise. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And then we get this great scene of May attempting to patch herself up and Coulson comes in and she doesn't refuse him and there's a lot of sexual tension all of a sudden. See, I didn't see any there. I saw like like now Ward is like I don't yeah. know what's happening. Because like when Ward walks in, I'm like okay, why are you like jealous? I know, I just up. like why are they doing know. a love triangle between Colson, May, and Ward? <laughs> like, why are they doing this? Yeah, that's wild. I don't think that's... No, I refuse to admit that that's going to happen. Because they're... Buck, did you... Buck, I need you to know that you've watched this scene. <laughs> I mean, there is a clear way to read this scene, and it is, a, it is in fact, that Ward is jealous of the fact that Colson is... is or uh, May is letting Colson patch her up. So... I hate it here. <laughs> yeah. It's bad here. It's bad. Anyway. I don't think, I, I mean, no, this isn't Coulson hitting on May or vice versa. Like, I know that I have a history of misinterpreting <laughs> these things. No, okay, yeah, no, I, I'll give you that. Like, like I, 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 I would agree with you there that, like, this is definitely, like, not a romantic thing for Coulson or May. But I think Ward sees it as like, oh, I see what it's like. I see. Yeah, how it actually, is. though, I am going to take it back with with May a little bit because there is like I think the final shot of this scene is like May like look is like a shot of like May looking at Coulson like a little bit like un like with uncertainty or yeah. something like she's got a look and I'm just like mm, like I <laughs> don't know this scene is just real weird <laughs> it's just really yeah. weird yeah um Ugh. anyway ward barges in and tells them that he has located the trade and they're gonna go get it uh to again much awkwardness because ward is a child yes ward is a child and apparently got his feelings hurt which he doesn't <laughs> have but yeah Ugh. uh so <laughs> They find the train. Uh, they say it's parked. I don't know if trains park. Um, I think they stop, whatever. And uh, the package is gone. Uh, Coulson notices a window that has been brushed off in the cargo train. 
So they, they go in um, and accidentally wakes up Simmons, who just starts fucking firing off like it's the Wild Wild West. Okay. <laughs> I say extremely powerful energy from Simmons. <laughs> extremely powerful energy. So just like, yeehaw, cowboy, just firing that gun. Cause like, cause like we we learned later like like what situation she was in when she got like frozen in time or whatever, and it was that she just like jumped on a grenade basically. Yeah, and so her first reaction is to leap up, and she didn't even have a gun at this point. Like Fitz put the gun in her hand like after she got knocked out, so she she just like woke up like instinctively felt the gun in her hand and just started shooting. I know. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I know. I also appreciate that she missed every single one of those shots. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what completes the scene. It's not that she woke up and instantly started shooting. It's that she woke up, instantly started shooting, and missed every shot. She took like four shots, and she didn't hit yeah. one of them on any of the three people in that train. Oh, God. I mean, it's just really... Poor Simmons is just not really cut out for field work. I know. Yeah. Oh, God bless her. This is not her forte. She tries. <laughs> uh, so she realizes what ha- what happened, and she asks, where the heck is Fitz? Um, and, and Sky. And then we go back in time again! For the final time. Uh, to Sky and Fitz. Talking about Sky being an 084, and Fitz assuring her that it doesn't matter. Because she's still part of the team anyway. Well, she yeah. doesn't actually say anything about being an 084. Oh, like, she yeah. Asks him, like, yeah, she asks she him, says, like, vague questions. Could a person be an 084? Oh, and he's right. like, yeah, but I wouldn't want to meet the person who... I wouldn't want to meet that guy. Yeah. Whatever he says. I don't know why... I, okay, whatever. Misinterpreted that scene. I was kind of skipping fast because I was trying to get the outline done before. Yeah, fair <laughs> But, yeah. Uh... I'm sure that made Sky feel all warm and fuzzy inside because she is an oh, owner yeah. herself. Uh, the comms go offline and a guy breaks in and starts shooting. Uh, Sky knocks him out with a night eye gun and they attempt to fight him only for him to pull a grenade out. Um, and of course <laughs> Simmons barges in at this very moment and covers her covers it with her body, which is a bold fucking move, I will say. I know. Yeah, especially not knowing what that is. Like, that could be a real-ass grenade, for all they know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, shout-out to Simmons for literally taking a grenade for ya. Yeah. But also, if it was, like, an explosive grenade, I don't know that... I don't know how much that would help, is the thing. Um, I mean, it might save I don't know how grenades work. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can I just say, Simmons... Braver than Captain America. <laughs> Absolutely That's braver true. than Captain America. Braver than any U.S. Marine. <laughs> that is. You respect our troops. <laughs> we respect our troops, and by that I mean Gemma Simmons, who's <laughs> <laughs> not even from America, but whatever. Um. Yeah. So after the grenade goes off. Fitz is freaking the hell out because why wouldn't he? <laughs> His partner just like took a fucking grenade for him. Though I will say, if it was a real grenade, you would know. It would. It would yeah. not be a question. I, yeah. I. To be fair, the whole like like blue lines dripping from the eyes thing is a little bit disconcerting. <laughs> yeah. I, I. 
I mean, I like logically sort of know what the night night gun does, but I yeah. mean, it can't be good for you. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So Sky checks uh, Jimma's pulse, and she's fine. Uh, just got knocked out. So they kind of stash her away, and then. <laughs> Fitz just like fucking shoots that guy like four times with the night night gun just to really oh, yeah. make sure he's down. That can't be good for him either. Absolutely I don't imagine not. you want Especially <laughs> after Sim- like there's a whole point like where where Simmons where they were trying to like get make a dentrotoxin for the centipede soldiers and Simmons was like telling that random ass shield dude like don't put too much in we don't want to kill them and then Fitz just like <laughs> like like unloads for into this dude. <laughs> yeah. As it and turns he's out. like yeah, I put I wrote in my notes just fits just forty seven so dude because he just like hitman him into like a crate and leaves yeah, it there and he, just like a body box yeah. yeah yeah like Fitz don't mess with Fitz's partner because he will possibly put you into a uh, dendrotoxin induced coma <laughs> so yeah. you know it's fine uh so the train pulls up to a stop and they see the baddies getting off and uh getting into a car with the package that they're trying to find um so they trace the baddies up to a big mansion and sky tells fitz that they got to go in and that colson would want them to do that which i am not yeah not 100%. this seems yeah I don't know if Colson would send in Sky and Fitz uh, to do this job yeah. by themselves. Yeah, seems a little sketchy, but they do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, again, just incredible bro energy from these two. Love it. Yeah, super bro. Mm. And they're like surprisingly good at it. Oh yeah, like, they are yeah, better like, than Lord. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they like not only do they have like bro energy, but like they're like really comfortable and confident with each other which is like i feel like a really nice thing to see from fits especially mm-hmm. um like it's it's just like really good because they are like bantering and like like tr- like very trusting with each other and like um like again it's just like really good cooperation and like camaraderie from these two yeah right i totally agree I also want to mention, I love how every time Sky wants Fitz to do something, she's just like, wouldn't Gemma want you to do that? I know! <laughs> I'm like, alright, press his buttons. Like, he just watched his friend, like, get fucking, sh- like, just take a grenade for her. For her. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, now I'm gonna guilt trip him into it. I'm like, jeez, Sky. <laughs> My god. Give the guy a break. Uh, so they, so Sky tells uh, Fitz to activate the tracker underneath the truck to let them know. I don't know why they can't activate the tracker, just like... Okay, they didn't activate um, the track because I was watching, so I was just like, if they have a tracker and they put the tracker on the truck, couldn't they activate it and then get the team to go in? But that's not what they're doing here. What are they doing here? It took me... They, they have a tracker on them, so what they do is they follow the truck to the place and then activate the tracker that they have. So that the team knows where they are. Right, but like, why can't they just activate it like in that field? Why does Fitz have to crawl under that? <laughs> he doesn't. He he crawls under the truck to disable the trucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that makes yeah. Like there, there is a sense. shot. Like yeah, like I, I get you were skipping through this one, so it's really easy to miss. But there is a shot where he's like sitting in the bushes and he like flicks a switch on this little like device thing. I mean, I guy tells him. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Well, great. <laughs> uh, so uh, Sky Knight knights her way into the base, which is the only way I could think to write that. Base. Yeah. Base. I also base. like... I know that I'm just r ripping on people who take a shot with their gun and miss, but she just shoots the wall right next to this guy's head. Okay, to be fair, she does shoot the wall and then shoots him right between the eyes. Like it's <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, I mean, if you were like an assassin, you don't take a warning shot and then shoot them. Okay, but <laughs> sure uh, to say Sky is an assassin is like a real yeah. No, wild I'm not statement. saying that. If you're a trained agent, though, I'm saying she is awesome. Not that. Well, no, I'd say she's a trained agent. I think she's in training. I, yeah, I will okay, give her that. That's a fair distinction. That's uh, a fair distinction to make. I don't know how long in universe this time has been where she's been with S.H.I.E.L.D., but I don't think it's more than a couple months. Yeah. yeah. So, she's got a lot to learn. Anyway, Fitz crawls under the truck and disables it. Uh, so Sky is sneaking around the mansion. Um, she hears some some goons talking about how the purchase is in the basement. And she goes down there to find Mike Peterson in a hyperbolic chamber. Dun dun dun. dun, dun. Oh no. Shock he's getting spread. juiced. Getting yeah. juiced. Actually, I don't think he's getting juiced. I'm not really sure what he's doing in that chamber at all. I think he's just he's just chill. I was making I was making a bad joke, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. He's getting. I don't. Now I don't. Okay, I won't worry about it. Yeah, no, it was. I have. Okay, I. I, gonna, I was making a Dragonfall joke, but I haven't actually seen Dragonfall, so it was probably a bad <laughs> joke. I haven't seen Dragon Ball since I was literally a child, so you could say it's a Dragon Ball reference, and I'd be like, alright, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this whole show is a Dragon Ball reference. The whole show <laughs> is, in fact, a Dragon Ball reference, you're right. <laughs> oh. Uh, so as she is, Sky is Goku. <laughs> Sky is Goku. She's gonna she have a have Goku style transformation. So. No, no, no. She yeah. has to have the Goku style transformation first, obviously. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, she's just gonna like explode, and yeah, it's gonna be great. There's three whole episodes of her screaming, and then <laughs> there's, there's three whole episodes <laughs> of just. Anyway, while she contemplates what to do about Mike, uh, Ian Quinn and another goon take her by surprise. And uh, Ian Quinn taunts her for a while and then goes and lets Mike out. Oof. Mm -hmm. uh, Sky sees how badly burned Mike is and is like, what the hell did you do to him? <laughs> and Ian Quinn spouts off some bullshit about you know, the new world order and the clairvoyant and all that nonsense. Uh, and then puts a new cyber leg onto Mike, which seems incredibly painful. Yeah, the way it, like, there's, like, that still kind of raw flesh. Mm, yeah. Uh, Again, like, talk about, like, extremely painful stuff to watch in terms of, like, like, I feel like this episode goes, like, one of the ways it establishes... Uh, the stakes of it and kind of like the tonal shift like like how you said like how they kind of like flip the switch is they just start depicting like pain in a very visceral yeah. way like i think that before this episode like like obviously we saw mike get blown up which was like traumatic um but he wasn't really like a main character he was just kind of like a side character 
And I think they really raise the stakes in this one, and they're like, oh no, just like hold on to your pants, because like we don't fucking care. Like we will put <laughs> the characters that you love in these horrible situations. So yeah, just uh, just get ready, <laughs> get ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> like I like it's one of those things where it's just like shows in general and like action shows and st- this aren't like um like deal with violence in general as like pretty hand wavy and like not really a thing mm-hmm. um, like you can shoot somebody three times in the chest and they're still alive yeah yeah and also it's like treated as like not a big deal like it's like it's like cool action and also like with like no real consequences you know like like may can like jab two needles in that guy's neck and he can explode and it's just like it's not even like uh like a thing that like gets like really commented on or anything um but like in this episode i think they kind of they they still there's still like a lot of violence and stuff but i think the thing that changes with the way it's depicted is that they start showing like the actual like pain of it and like you see like may go through some like really intense like pain like mike in this scene is obviously like in incredible pain and then with sky later it's just like like oh no like this is like vi- like th- this is like capital v violence right. happening yeah i mean it's not every day you watch again the main character get two in the gut um it's mm. it's not great <laughs> and it wasn't even like bang it was like shot in the gut and then he just like slowly walks up to her yeah and then shoots her again at close range which is even worse yeah uh, yeah like the violence in, in this one is very intimate rather than the kind of like flippant violence yeah. that these shows usually deal with mm-hmm. yeah uh so anyway quinn uh says mike's mike gets his orders from the clairvoyant um and shows off his power over him to sky by threatening you know to kill mike and then to have mike kill sky there's a very tense moment where quinn is like what if i told you to kill her and mike just kind of looks at him and sky kind of looks at him and then mike is like that's not my orders She's yeah not who i'm supposed to kill i like i mean i'm glad that they didn't like do yeah i'm glad they didn't do that yeah <sighs> yeah i mean it'd be pretty fucked up yeah yeah i mean it's still pretty fucked up but <laughs> whatever but, i mean it, in this case we already knew that ian quinn was an asshole yeah so uh but yeah so mike leaves and Sky is, you know, yelling at him about why he did that to Mike, and then he just shoots her in in the stomach. And then as she is grappling with the fact that she just got shot in the stomach, he comes over to her and, like, sort of eases her down, and then shoots her again in the stomach at close range. Yeah, that's real rough. Which is just incredibly horrible. <laughs> yeah, like, this is this is a really hard-to-watch scene, even for me, who's seen it, like, a couple good few yeah. times. And, like, the bit where he like actually like takes the first shot like in the middle of her like yelling at him like never fails to like startle me like it's yeah. it's really jarring and like the second shot again like like i was saying before it's like really intimate in like a way that's just like fuck this is yeah. really hard to watch yeah yeah i mean 
it's just so startling because like the first shot just kind of comes out nowhere like you like logically we all know he has a gun um and then but we don't think oh the the protagonist is gonna get shot in episode 13 no (laughs) yeah like this is basically like the mid-season um so (laughs) we have at least 10 more episodes yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, man, after episode 10 and 11, that kind of seems like the mid-season point. Like, that's the big event of the mid-season, but it <laughs> really wasn't. Uh, no, no, yeah. I'm I'm curious what you thought of this when you first watched this, because obviously Luca and I were expecting it, but you were not. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know. I mean, I, it was surprising, but also I thought that, I mean, he had a gun. I don't know, maybe I'm just... <laughs> Like, I was like... Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. (laughs) Literally Chekhov's gun. Yeah, but also, like, I I didn't expect him to do it right in the middle of her talking, so it did catch me off guard. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was a situation that Skye put herself in that wasn't something that was easily... She can't... That's You're not just gonna, like, run backwards out of that basement. He's pointing a gun at you, you know? Yeah. So I thought either, like, I thought, I didn't think she was going to get shot, but I was like, she's getting captured or something here. Yeah. But it was really surprising to, yeah. Yeah, like, every time I watch the scene, it always kind of takes me off guard, because I forget, like, how unexpected it is. And then you just, like, she doesn't really, like, scream or cry or anything. She just kind of, like, looks down at her stomach and just, like, kind of crumples a little bit, and you're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, the worst part to me is when she's, like, dragging herself across the floor yeah yeah like the parts after this where she is like literally bleeding out and she's like her shirt is like again like kind of like there's gonna be a content warning on this episode i think Uh, like just blanket but like skip ahead a couple of like like a minute or so um if you don't like descriptions of blood because like her shirt is Mm soaked in blood and, and like, you can the like color... visibly see her pale yeah, yeah like the like, color really is completely gone she's like sweating profusely and she's like dragging herself across the floor to the door um and like like trying to call out for help and just like like it just like sounds like so like you can tell like the weakness and like the life just like draining out of her yeah, just... what you were talking about earlier where, like, action films don't really deal with the consequences of violence, like, this was real rough to watch because you don't mm-hmm. you don't see that in any other... You don't see, like, somebody who's shot dies immediately. You don't see, like... You know, that... Guns don't work like that all the time. No. Yeah. And exactly. especially, like, where like... he shot her, like, in the gut, that would be a slow death. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a very... It's a very deliberate choice because, like... like I I don't think, I mean, on some level, I think you could make the argument that like, oh, it's wrong to treat guns and violence like flippantly in like action cinema and like media and stuff like that. I just don't know how much you could stomach if that was the norm. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? that's the thing is that like, is that like, if you can't have it both ways, you know, like if, if I know that like if if it was all of this all of the time, like I couldn't watch it. Like that would just be too much for me. Um, so I don't think like I'm going to go so far as to say like, it's wrong or whatever to like treat like violence flippantly. Um, 
or in the way that action movies do. I like. I think that is an argument that can be made. I just don't want to have that discussion right now. <laughs> um, but like this, it's like it's being that kind of like flippancy is being like removed here very deliberately. I think in order in order to flip that that kind of like tonal switch, mm-hmm. um, and it it at one point like makes it like really jarring as like a um not uh like a literary device almost <laughs> a, cin- a cinematic device um mm-hmm. in order to like make this moment like really land but it yeah it is just like fuck like yes this isn't this is like a very distinct type of violence that is being depicted yeah it's actually right. funny because i was uh shield has been selling off like a bunch of the props used in the show um, now that's over and i was looking through the auction thing today and one of the things you can buy is the shirt that she's wearing in the scene <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh no it's the non-bloody version i will say but yeah okay well that's good i was i was like are they just selling like I mean, it's not real blood, obviously. They didn't no, soak no. a shirt in blood, but... Yeah, no, it's the non-bloody version. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? God. Yeah. They also have that terrible dress that she was wearing in episode, like, four or whatever. <laughs> you should have gotten that. Uh, you should have picked that one up. It was $100. I'm like, I'm not paying $100 for a dress I just I will, if you If it is still available, I will buy it for you. I will, I will ship it <laughs> Please to you. Please do oh, not. I need, I, I'm trying to find the, the thing. <laughs> if you go to their Twitter, you can find the auction site. But yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh God. Don't send oh, it to Buck, buy. You cannot look at spoilers. this. Buck, you cannot look at this. <laughs> Okay. Because the thing I was looking for was a spoiler, and I was like, ooh. Can't do that. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, after um, Sky gets shot, she, like, kind of crawls around like we talked about and tries to yell out for help, which is just uh, very hard to watch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mike goes up and uh, talks to the cybertech guys who demand to be paid. Um, and Mike is like, you're not getting paid. And then proceeds to kill all of them. Because, uh, as it turns out, having a cyber leg and super soldier serum is a pretty bad combination <laughs> if you're on the other yeah. side. So Fitz witnesses the chaos from outside. And also, like, he also has the backscatter eye thing. He does have the backscatter um. eye, you're right. I forgot about that, but you are absolutely correct. God, you can buy you can buy base tra- buy base cat trade cat suit. Hell yeah! <laughs> buy, like all the props are up for sale. Like, I know what I'm going as for Halloween. <laughs> Maze cat suit, specifically the zip down <laughs> version. God, honestly, uh, like they're selling the jacket that that um that Sky wears when she poses as May, and fuck, that's a good jacket. It's a really good jacket. I mean, I All have been tempted so to buy a couple though. things on there because it is really good. But yeah, get this: Coulson's badge is selling for like six hundred fucking dollars, and I'm like, uh, no. Uh, I think <laughs> wow. it's up to like nine fifty now. Oh god, yeah. Dang. It lights up and shit, and I'm just like, great. I just don't want to spend nine hundred dollars on this. <laughs> yeah. You can buy one. His badge FD. lights up. Oh uh, yeah, it has like some lights in it. Huh. 
yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> um. Uh. So anyway, um, fitness Fitz witnesses the chaos from outside, and the rest of the team arrives. Um, he sort of fills them in that Sky's inside, and they rush in. Uh, Ward goes in Terminator style, and they capture Quinn. The uh, double gun. God, kill me with the. I love double <laughs> pistols just in each hand. Yep. God, it always looks so goofy, but it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is like. I feel like Ward in this scene is probably like the most Ward we've seen from him in a while, in a while where he's just like, oh, I'm like the whole solution. I've got two guns. Boom, boom. Right. So honestly, it feels pretty in character. Uh, so uh, they capture Quinn and Ward taunt, or uh, Quinn taunts Coulson about sending in agents unsupervised, uh, which Coulson takes to mean that Sky is in trouble and he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he knocks the, Quinn the fuck out and then orders everyone to search everywhere for Sky. I'm so glad they got to punch Elon Musk in the face. <laughs> Thank God we punched Elon Musk in the face today. I mean, it's funny because, like, Elon Musk was definitely, like, a really rich asshole in, in 2013. And I don't know how much they modeled this character on Elon Musk, but he definitely has that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they search, and uh, Coulson finds Sky, and she is obviously looking very rough. And it's pretty heartbreaking. He, like, ugh, it's just sad. Yeah. Especially, like, Quinn specifically is like, I know how much she means to you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I mean, it reminds me of the conversation they had earlier where Ward was like, does it feel like it's getting more personal? And I feel like it's definitely personal now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so Simmons comes in and looks around, trying to find something to save Sky, and realizes that the hyperbolic chamber could save her life, at least temporarily. Um, so she tells everyone to get Sky into the chamber and then lowers her body temperature to reduce uh, the bleed. Which is actual science. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say this is real science here. Yeah, it pressurizes it, kind of. Yeah, it like, pressurizes and cools her and probably uh, regulates her oxygen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's no telling if they can save her. Because back on the bus, uh, Simmons sort of discusses, like, you know, I've done all this stuff, but at most this will only buy her a couple hours. They need to get her to a medical facility immediately, or she will probably die. And then she exits, um, and the team is kind of very despondent. And then we get and... a truly heartbreaking scene of Simmons trying to get the blood off her hands, and uh, Fitz comes in and just wordlessly hugs her and she cries and it's really awful. <laughs> yeah. Like the way that she's like trying to tear that like paper or whatever up and she just like keeps. It's gauze. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's trying to just like get the blood off her hands and it's just not coming off because it's blood. Oof. Big oof. Oof. Like, like I said, watching Fitzsimmons cry is just like the best. Also, I. <laughs> Also, I didn't point this out before, but like they're they're trying to um, revive Sky, and and she's like, put her in the put her in the chamber, and Ward's like, are we sure that's not gonna mess her up? 
And it's yeah. like, just fucking put her in the chamber. I'm I like, know what it is. Hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Simmons is like the closest thing this team has to a medic. Like, we're going to trust her. <laughs> right. Uh, so put her in the fucking chamber ward. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Coulson and their in the team sort of take out the frustration in their various ways. Um, and Ward takes the blame on himself, uh, and May sort of comforts him in another weird <laughs> sort of twist in this dynamic. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the shield logo. Uh, and the tag scene is Mike spying on his son. Um, he takes out a pad of paper and asks the clairvoyant if he can perhaps see his son and the clairvoyant denies him and then he crumples up the paper yeah it's sad and does the art but oh it's also very important that it zooms in on his leg and it says project Deathlock," which Death i understood Lock. that reference oh I got my god you one. got that reference i got that one yeah that's a superhero holy well, shit ish. yeah wow there you go he's Buck. like the cyborg of marvel right yeah yeah basically cyborg. but that's there's your superhero. Damn. Damn. Yeah. yeah, it was a big deal when that was revealed. Obviously, I don't read the comics, so don't know a lot about Deathlock, but everyone was freaking out when it was revealed that he was, in fact, I Deathlock. just know him because he has, like, a really cool, like, look. So. Yeah, Mike. Mike gets there. <laughs> yeah. He gets there eventually. But yeah, this is his evolution into Deathlock. You're witnessing mm. it. Witness him. Oh, I'm kind sorry, of I've like. Been, ex- sorry. I've been I've been tuned out for the past like ten minutes. I've just been scrolling through this auction and fuck. There are some good outfits on this show. There are some good outfits <laughs> on this fucking show, and I they're went to all buy like, all of them. <laughs> yeah, they're all like five hundred dollars. Fuck. <laughs> they're selling. Oh god, they're selling one of Victoria Hans' outfits that's like starting at like fifty bucks. I'm just like, I could get that. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy it. The thing is. I would just like never wear them. Like how how are you just gonna wear that? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like. Like also, I do not think I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, whoever the actress who plays Victoria Hand is, I don't think I'm her size. Uh no, definitely not. I I am also in that camp. I'm like, eh, yeah, it's not really uh, my thing. But yeah, there's a couple things I'm like eyeing up. I'm like, I could get this. They have a little miniature of the bus, which lights up and shit, and it's so cute, but oh my god, oh. it's so expensive. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that is uh, the end of the episode. Yeah, I I told everybody, I told you guys before, but right after we finish recording, I'm watching the next episode, <laughs> So, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I, I'm enough. not going to stop you. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> There's no rules against watching it after we've already watched after we've already done the podcast for the last one. So <laughs> yeah, just follow your your gut. <laughs> also, like, I is there some sort of reason? Because I've noticed they do this every now and then. But why did this episode like they do that thing where they have the title be T R A C K S? Like they spell it yeah. out through dots. But sometimes they don't do that. Is there any like? rhyme or reason to that that we know of as far as i can tell it's kind of just like a gimmick that they do um because like if you look at the actual title of the show it's agents of s dot h dot whatever yeah Um, but i'm just like if that was going to be your gimmick why wouldn't you do it like every time i guess i i think sometimes it just doesn't work (laughs) 
It's a very yeah, loose gimmick, I will say. Yeah. Also, there might be like some other meaning. I don't think there is. Um, but yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's just their thing, at least for the first season. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, we uh, we do be in the thick of things now because it is a race <laughs> against time to save Sky at this point. And Mike. And Mike. But less of, I feel like it's semi-less it's less. It's less Mike. Yeah, it's less yeah. Mike, but. I mean, like, it's still urgent, but at the same time, he's not going to die. He's not lives. dying immediately. Right, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, anybody else got any closing thoughts on this? I feel like I wrapped up my thoughts pretty well, so. Fair enough. So next episode, we will be talking about episode 14, Tahiti, which is again spelled out like with the t.a.h.i.t.i. And the uh, description is, in an attempt to save Sky, Coulson enlists the help of Ward's former SO, John Garrett, played by Bill Paxton, and shocking truths are uncovered. So... You guys mentioned something before we started recording that was apparent to me, is Sky is also seemingly on the brink of death like Ward was in the Avengers. Uh, not Ward, Coulson was in the Avengers. Yes. Um, and there's some significance to the word Tahiti there. So, I'm... I mean, I'm not going to say shit, but yeah. it's a good extrapolation that Sky is dying and the next episode is called Tahiti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we'll have to see. <laughs> I am. Yeah, exci- we'll have to see. I-, I am really excited to introduce you to um, John Garrett, though. I think you're really gonna love him as a character. Mm-hmm. I don't even know Bill Paxton. Do I know? He is a fan. Oh yeah, actor. you definitely know him. Yeah, he unfortunately passed away a couple years ago, which was very sad. Yeah. Um, oh, he was an Aliens. Yes, he was an Alien. Yeah, he's the okay. Game Over Man. It's Game Over Guy. <laughs> yeah, it's game oh. Over guy. <laughs> I do know him. Yeah. yeah, he's he's really he's awesome on this show. I love him so much. Um, I, I I think you're really gonna love his character too. <laughs> he's just really <laughs> funny. But yeah, uh, with that we will wrap up our uh, normal section of the podcast and go in the spoiler section. But before we go, uh, shout out to Abnormal Mapping for hosting us on their platform. Make sure you check out their Patreon and follow them on Twitter. They're awesome. Uh, shout out to Mel at Squirrel Curls for our amazing podcast art. And follow us on Twitter because we like to scream into the void and we would like to know that the void screams back. <laughs> so make sure you follow us and send us a tweet. Uh, but yeah, we are going to say Ola or uh, Ola, fuck. We're going to say Anti Ola. <laughs> Anti Ola to fuck. <laughs> we're gonna send them off <laughs> so just all right yeah anyway join us in the spoiler section hello and welcome to the spoiler section of the episode we are again talking about season one episode 13 tracks and we have just spent the last hour utterly distracted <laughs> looking at the the auction site for oh my god it's the, so much money it's so much money but it's so good it's holly so and i have been it's looking so they're selling off like a bunch of the props and costumes from 
shield. Um, and oh my god. <laughs> See, like no, no May leather jacket would ever fit me in a million years. But fuck, I want one so bad. I want a Deke Squad shirt so bad, even though they're yeah. definitely like women's medium. <laughs> and Whatever. Two XL. <laughs> we were like, we were trying to figure out the best way we could get an icer because they're like oh stupidly God. expensive <laughs> they're so expensive i think that i do think the most economic way if we want to get like one each would be to get like the 700 dollar case of the thigh because like there's like a couple lots that come with icers and i'm like okay which one of these is like the cheapest because <laughs> mm. i don't want the i don't want the costume i just want the icer <laughs> yeah but yeah, just to give you a look into our mindset because we <laughs> have been really distracted looking at these things. But like Loki, we're gonna set up Patreon. <laughs> so I know. God. So we can if, buy them. Like if people actually listen to this, and like I would hesitate, I would, I wouldn't hesitate to start a Patreon like right now. So yeah. That we get that November money. <laughs> get that get November money on November tenth. Fuck. November 10th. We have like a month. We, we have, have a month, month solid to raise like $700 to buy an, a pack of Isers. Oh, it would be so good though. It comes with like a case. There's five Isers in it. Amazing. They're real guns or like they're real airsoft guns. Holy shit. It's amazing. Honestly, and they look I'm dope very, as hell. Yeah, I'm very tempted to see how much fucking stupid money I could get for this shit. Like, there's no universe in which these things are worth that much money to me in my no. life in like terms of like things I could actually be spending it on, like like fucking like actual GoFundMe's for like people who need it. But fuck, look, if I was a, life if is short is, and terrible, yeah. and life is short we and need terrible, to... and if I was a billionaire, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We must grasp onto the the small lights in our life that make us happy. Yeah, if I woke up tomorrow and I was a billionaire, I would one give up all of my money, but not <laughs> I would before buying a thousand dollars to buy an icer. myself just to buy these icers. <laughs> <sighs> Look, they'd be going to a good cause. Okay, they would be treated with reverence and respect. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Anyway, so the episode. <laughs> oh my god. The spoiler episode. Um, yeah. I mean, Sky gets shot, which leads to a whole bunch of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, it leads, to, it leads to a lot of stuff. I didn't have any other any spoiler notes except Grant Ward being a fucking asshole. Um, yeah. I can't. I just wrote down in my notes, uh, "Ward, you bastard!" I have no fucking <laughs> idea what that's referring to. I mean, it could be any number of things. Um, I do I, find it, it. Yeah, go ahead. I think it was. It was when. No, never mind. I I don't have any idea. I was gonna talk about the scene where we see like Ward being jealous, but I wonder if it wasn't so much Ward being jealous as it was Ward being calculating. I don't know. I think. Oh, sorry. I think it was very much a like love triangle y scene. 
like I don't think I have a hard time reading the scene as anything other than that. Like even if it's a red herring, like which it totally is. Yeah. Um, but like there, oh God, I'm struggling to think about it. But there was a moment that I was just like, oh, this is Ward. Like because sometimes I have trouble parsing out whether or not it's Ward's putting on an act or if he's in the mode where he genuinely believes in and has bought into it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he um, he's like so into it that I feel like that line blurs a lot. Yeah, but I do think there is a moment here where like he is definitely putting it on because I don't he doesn't know at this moment that Garrett's the clairvoyant, right? Like there's no way. Um Ward? Yeah. Ward absolutely knows that. I was under the assumption that he was like, "Oh, right. No, yeah." Yeah, he absolutely knows the whole plan. Like, yeah. he is so he fully knows, aware. <laughs> yeah, so, like, he knows at this point that, um... Uh, the only thing I don't think he knows is I don't think he knows that they're gonna shoot Sky. I yeah, don't think he was the, informed of that. This is the thing, is that he still puts it on at that moment, right? Yeah. But I guess there is that moment where May is consoling him, and he's and she's like, "You can't blame yourself," and he says, "I don't blame myself, or I'm not yeah. blaming myself," which could be read as he blames Garrett. I mean, I think he absolutely blames Garrett because yeah. he brings it up later on, and he's like, yeah. "Fuck you for shooting Sky," <laughs> and Garrett's like, "Get over yourself." <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, fuck Grant Ward, honestly. Fuck that man. <laughs> How did you like me? Insinuating that you had a thing for Grant Ward. I hate the... you so much, Luca. <laughs> I, oh. I love how you couldn't even say why you hated me so much in the moment because it's a mm-hmm. spoiler. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Absolutely awful. Absolutely hilarious, I think you'll find. But Oh god. But yeah, uh, I the only other thing note that I had was the moment between Fitz and Daisy when she's like like Loki asking him about the 084 and him doing the like he she's just like oh do you think an 084 could ever be a person and she's just like oh that's never happened before but i guess it could be possible and then he finishes with just like saying like definitely wouldn't want to meet the poor guy though or something like that um oh yeah and uh and Simmons just look or not Simmons, sky just looks like so like distraught by that it's just like it's a very good kind of like prelude like because obviously they set up the index and stuff already but it's it's a very good prelude to the the themes of season two in terms of like the dehumanization of inhumans and like people Mm -hmm. on the index and stuff and how they're just like treated as threats and shit like that yeah and this is this is why I really wish that they would have given Daisy an ending of, like, sort of setting up a better afterlife. Oh, yeah. Because, like, from the get-go, basically, she is, like, the outsider and the outcast. And, like, yeah, she finds this team. But, like, as soon as she becomes an inhuman, it is just, like, instantly, like, everyone's suspicious of her. And, like, she's dangerous. Blah, blah. So I really wish that, like, they would have made that her, like, in-game as, like creating a space where all the inhumans feel accepted yeah and like the the dehumanization of it as like a theme 
that starts with the index obviously and like continues on like in perpetuity like it i think it reaches like a pretty big head in season three with the watchdogs and shit yeah um and like it it it, it like just keeps building and building and they never like stop building it and like it was such a core part of what the show was for the first half of the series and like to it would have been such a nice way to end it to have that like afterlife thing like i think yeah like yeah. it's uh, missed opportunity like i mean i think they sort of kind of well i mean they did like they like everyone in shield accepted in humans obviously like after a certain point no one even blinked if someone wasn't in human but yeah, I really would have loved if they would have done a little bit more, like, after the fact of yeah. Daisy working with Inhumans. I think it just would have been really great character. Yeah, especially moment. because, like, they fucking end with Mac rebuilding the genocide machine, you know? Like, the fucking eugenics battleship. Yeah. And I'm just like, great. <laughs> great to see that back. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think it would have been much better served to have her sort of be like the new ambassador for Inhumans and like actually do it right and not yeah. become her mother. Sorry, I just had over to see Buck's reaction. <laughs> yeah, so Buck <laughs> was the next episode. Buck was like, "I'm gonna watch this episode like right now," and I was like, "All right, just go ahead, man." <laughs> he's, yeah, he's freaking out about it, of course, because you know. Mm-hmm. And I used to wait a whole last week to talk about it. <laughs> A whole ass week. Oh. I mean, we get into some alien bullshit next time, so. Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, why does Sky. Why is Sky fine with being injected with alien blood? Well, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> God. Oh, man. I, I can't wait. I feel like Buck is not really prepared for what's coming. Mm hmm. God, could you imagine if they sold like the whole ass like Cree half person <laughs> in the action? <laughs> Just the whole ass half Cree. I think it was CG, um, but I think it probably was too. I don't think they had a real half alien on set, but it would be funny if they did. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in the <laughs> in the thing that I was just like, "Why do you have this?" <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly amount of fleshy bits in the auction. They like they had the 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 scree like or the the shrike sorry not the scree the shrike like dissection kit and shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, they had the weird mava form that Simmons ate. Yeah. Which apparently she did actually eat something then like she was literally eating like she said it was like oatmeal consistency (laughs) don't don't like that yeah do not like (laughs) she said it tasted pretty good but it was just really weird i was like yeah i would imagine so um yeah i think this episode we get the first hints of sky award unfortunately as well uh when uh when uh ye olde Grant Ward over here starts to like lose it a little bit because Sky got put in trouble. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. 
friendship ended with May. <laughs> that Sky is my best friend. I mean, that's kind of what happened. Yeah, honestly. I mean, like, if anything, like, I think probably the biggest brain way to read that, like, weird-ass, like, scene with Coulson and May is, like, Ward going, like, oh, like, I'm not... Like, I can't be the person to May that Coulson is. Yeah. And then kind of just, like, sink, like unconsciously sinking deeper into his feelings for Sky. Yeah. Which I hate that. Do not appreciate. <laughs> I mean, I also hate it, but it makes a lot of sense. Because I think Ward always was, like, a little bit like Sky. Like, he just wanted to find somewhere where he belonged, and he found that with Garrett. Um, but he was still, like, subconsciously searching for it because he didn't actually belong with Garrett. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Sky was the, the next best bet because he saw himself in her to an extent. Yeah. I hate that. Which I also hate, but you know, it is We're what not it is. so different, you and I. Mm, I think you're pretty different, but... Also, we get a few little Fitzsimmons scenes in this episode, oh, which... Yeah. Classic Fitzsimmons scenes. Classic Fitzsimmons scenes. I mean... I, I know I said to Buck in the episode that, like, watching them cry is, like, the best. And I don't regret saying that, because it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've seen how many times you've gifted that one crying scene. Yeah, that crying scene is poetic cinema. I mean, she's just, like, frantically trying to scrub the blood off, and then, like, Fitz doesn't even say a word. It's just, like, uh, instant collapse into his arms. It's beautiful. It is good. That is that is some true chemistry right there. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we get the origins of Deathlock. Oh yeah, which is a big deal, but I don't know how much I have to talk about it. Um, yeah, I, Deathlock. Deathlock is a character. He is cool. He comes back in season five, which is weird, but <laughs> wild, yeah. <laughs> It's it's striking. I just I like as I was saying that sentence. I realized that the last time we saw Coulson alive, like really alive, was in season five, yeah. which is just kind of wild to consider. They dragged yeah. him on for two seasons. Uh, well, I think that's pretty much all the notes I had. Yep, same. Um, so I guess we'll close out this episode. Reminder: if you would like to sponsor our Patreon that doesn't exist yet, <laughs> yeah. If you're, a cow- if you're okay, if you're a cowboy billionaire who has <laughs> nothing better, to- well, if you're a billionaire, first one, give away all your money, but not before <laughs> sending us a thousand dollars. You could just DM like me a thousand dollars. Yeah, just DM the account on Twitter. That's like Twitter <laughs> at at the bus pod. Just DM DM me. I'll I'll answer you. I'll be very grateful. Look, we'll give you a shout out in the podcast. We'll give you a shout out to the podcast. We'll put you as an official sponsor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> side note: If any brands want to sponsor us, <laughs> yeah, hit us up. I'm here for all like the what is it like cereal deals and sheets. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah, I need some new like, sheets. Audible. Let's get in here. Uh, Take that Amazon money. <laughs> yeah. Todd, Jeff Bezos, if you want, if you want to put us in here, well, I'll talk yep. to like the Washington Post or whatever. Yeah, come on, Jeff Bezos, let's go. 
You got more than enough money to buy me an icer. Mm-hmm. Mike Bloomberg, <laughs> if you want to become mayor of New York again, I probably can't help you with that. But um, don't you live in New York? I don't live in New York City. Oh well, fair enough. Yeah, I can't do anything. I live in Missouri, so <laughs> can't do shit. Um, but I'll post a nice message about you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, yeah, if anyone wants to give us any amount of money for this, one, don't. <laughs> don't enable don't us do unless... It unless your net worth is above a million dollars. Yes. Only then must you contribute yeah. to us, because then you're, like, swimming in money, so just... Oh, man. But anyway, <laughs> on a more serious note, support a, a, a normal Mappings Patreon, because they actually do good work oh, yeah, with yeah. fucking That's money. The thing. If your net worth is less than a million dollars, or honestly, if your net worth is any amount of dollars that's like, you can afford it, donate to Admiral Affix Patreon, because they're really good. But yeah. two, if your <laughs> net worth is over a million dollars, then also give us money. <laughs> yes. And Here's give the thing. Admiral Affix money. The world is hard and awful, and we just want a few nice beautiful icers to remember our favorite show by so give us some money <laughs> mm-hmm. but only the millionaires um also if you're a millionaire please commission squirrel girls on twitter yes. because she made our podcast start and it's amazing mm-hmm. and she's really talented so go support her All right, <laughs> I'll be back next week with possibly a less chaotic episode, but I cannot promise that. No, it's going to be a wild one. Because so, Buck is already freaking out about it. So. Yeah. Also, one last, one last plea, plea for the millionaires out there. Please donate to bail funds. <laughs> yes, please donate to bail funds. And also donate to progressive candidates. Thank you. <laughs> and we're talking to actual progressives here. We're not talking... Donald Trump's version of a progressive, which is anyone except himself. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, (laughs) so next week uh, we'll be watching Tahiti. So come back for that. Um, (laughs) This is the end of a very chaotic and messy episode. I apologize, but also not really because Mm -hmm. it's just that it just be like that right now. All right. Well, with that, we're going to sign off here. So we'll see you next week. Yeah. Or not next week. Two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Uh, Tahiti. Tahiti. Yep. And any billionaires with over (laughs) DM me. Just DM DM us on Twitter. We will take your money. Mm -hmm. All right. See you. All right. Bye.